This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7 on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Good evening, Hivailta, Dobrodzenia, all your polls, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully safe at home, though I realize circumstances may prevent that from currently happening. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. 
This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's classically classy community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. Broadcasting an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grey, and then dipping south across the Sailor Sea, where frequency scraps gently with our friends over at CFUV, representing the University of Victoria. And then CITR signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. CITR broadcasts up through the sky and into space for as long as this planet continues to put out noisy waves for all to hear. We broadcast deep into the underground, from where we come from, and all good things bubble up from. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in on channel 7023, at least in British Columbia and Alberta. Otherwise, in all these places and if everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. My name is Gak, and I'll be your conductor of positive energy for the next two hours, so pass me my baton and warm up the strings as your transistors fire up. Please note that this is a pre-recorded episode made in the home office of Exploding Headquarters, so do not call in as CITR remains closed to the coronavirus pandemic for the foreseeable future. But you can email anytime, radiofreegak at gmail.com. Just get short and sweet and to the point. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter, at 100 Air, and on Instagram, myopicman. For some of us, it's week six or seven of the COVID-19 pandemic, and hopefully you are steadfastly staying home wherever possible, leaving those that are either our first responders or those providing essential services to go out and help those who are having a rough go of things. I hope that you're doing your utmost limits of exposure to those who may be prone to COVID-19, washing your hands, wearing a mask, protecting others from any coughs or sneezes you may have, and otherwise keeping a safe distance away from others. Along with the health impact, the cultural impact is noticeable. There were no public events for all of April, and that will likely be the case for May. Looking deeper into June, we're already aware that the Vancouver International Jazz Festival is not happening in 2020, and recently announced as cancelled or postponed are the Scandinavian Midsummer Festival in Burnaby, the Catslano Streets Art Festival on West 4th in July, the Calgary Stampede, the Base Coast Festival, Shambhala, and yeah, there's no word yet about professional sports, as we've passed various early deadlines to resume any of the hockey or basketball seasons. The Vancouver Canadians may be up next to announce what will happen to minor league baseball in town. And the Canadian Football League already has postponed their training camps as the 2020 season remains in limbo. Amongst all this, Ramadan started last Thursday, but instead of the standard meeting in families or friends' homes or at the mosque once the sun has set, this sacred month will be all done in isolation, but with uh, remote conferencing solutions. At some point, life will be normal again, or some new variant of normal, but we will gradually exit this pause. And we expect small gatherings should happen, but until there's a vaccine, it's still quite some time away before that, but we soldier on, alone, together. We start with Chicago's Beach Bunny off their debut album, Honeymoon. The song we heard was April. Beach Bunny is headed up by Lily Trifilio, who's joined live by a full band as she mixes surf music with sad lyrics that tackle everyday life. Beach Bunny had some tour dates lined up for this spring, but as with most live music, all concerts are done for now. 
with most going virtual. In the background, this is Marcus Floats. From his 2020 release, his third album, simply called Third Album, This Is And. Marcus Floats is the alias of Marcus Lake, originally a punk from Calgary, but he moved to Montreal, signed to Constellation Records, and dabbles in visual arts and music. Be it as Marcus Floats on his laptop, or then with the free improv quartet Egyptian Cotton Orchestra, the synth-pop group El Barba's Black Space, and then back to his punk roots with Neighbor's Guitar. It's a wild mix of various genres there with a dash of Afrofuturism. This week we'll have a tribute to the recently deceased Polish composer Krzysztof Penderecki, a staple of the classical scene for the past 50-odd years, and he's influenced both religious and horror elements, particularly with his 1960s and 1970s intense atonal compositions. So we'll play a handful of his more widely known pieces that have appeared in famous films like The Shining, The Exorcist, and elsewhere. But first, we pay tribute to a great British actress. Honor Blackman passed away earlier this month, and most of us know her as the notorious pussy galore from the James Bond film Goldfinger. She made her debut in the 1947 film Fame is the Spur with a non-speaking role, and she worked on both screen and stage whilst studying judo. Her martial arts allowed her to make a striking mark when she was cast as Kathy Gale in season two of the 1960s British TV series, The Avengers. There's no association with the Marvel superheroes. Over two series, Blackman proved an equal with a government agent played by Patrick McNee, as what originally was a small story about someone avenging their wife's murder turned into a spy romp. Once Blackman left the Avengers to appear with Sean Connery in Goldfinger, Diana Rigg became an Avenger. She was Emma Peel, and that was the series' heyday. We'll start off with Johnny Gregory's take of the Avengers theme during the Kathy Gale years before we heard Blackman and McNee with a novelty song. Afterwards, we'll get some Goldfinger in your ears. Here's Johnny Gregory and his orchestra with the theme from the Avengers. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies.
Forgive me, Mr. Bond, but uh, I must arrange to separate my gold from the late Mr. Solo. As you said, he had a pressing engagement. Ah, very chic, Miss Galore. Don't you agree? <laughs> Please entertain Mr. Bond for me, pussy. I'll join you both later. 
Well, how about it, handsome? Don't you think it's time we got to know each other socially? Well, the new Miss Galore. Where do you hide your gold knuckles in this outfit? Oh, I uh, never carry weapons after business hours. Yeah? So you're off duty? I'm completely defenseless. So am I. That's my James. Beautiful place Goldfinger has here. Yes. I'm glad you're enjoying it. We started off with Johnny Gregory and his orchestra from his theme to the TV series, The Avengers. Once Emma Peel entered the picture, the theme was done by Laurie Anderson, and that's more widely known. Then we heard Honor Blackman and Patrick McNee, Kathy Gale, and John Steed, the first key Avengers, and that song was Let's Keep It Friendly. That appeared on the 1964 single tied to the novelty hit Kinky Boots, which I played back when McNee died back in 2015. The lyrics play up the cheeky, non-romantic aspect mandated by the British production company, as Blackman's character had a missing husband and could not be seen other than flirting with Steed. Both songs also appear on her 1964 album, Everything I've Got. Then we heard John Barry with the cue Pussy Galore's Flying Circus from the 1964 film Goldfinger, where Blackman played the aviatrix who could play rough with Sean Connery's James Bond character in the third and perhaps most iconic film in the British spy series. We profiled Barry's music from Goldfinger in Exploding Head Movies episode 0073 back in 2011. And this month we were supposed to have the 25th film in the Bond series, No Time to Die, out. But due to COVID-19, Daniel Craig will have to wait until November. The Avengers riffed on the connections to Goldfinger during a Christmas episode where Steed receives a card from Gale and wondered what she was doing in Fort Knox. We then heard a dialogue excerpt from Goldfinger where Connery and Blackman, alluding to a post-fight pre-codal stroll, are hanging out on Goldfinger's ranch in Kentucky. Blackman was five years older than Connery and held her own as a strong woman in contrast to the earlier and still quite common role of the damsel in distress that Bond girl has. And behind me, more John Barry from Goldfinger. This is teasing the Korean. I need to do another profile on legendary Bond film score soon. Guess I'll have to wait till November and I have to find out what film I haven't profiled from him yet. Honor Blackman appeared with Connery again in the 1968 film Shalako. She sort of followed McNee to appear on some Columbo episodes in the 70s and appeared in recent films like Bridget Jones' Diary when not in a TV film. Blackman died at her home in East Sussex peacefully from natural causes on April 5th this year. She was 94 years old. Up next, a reissue of John Hassell's debut album. The trumpeter and creator of the Fourth World Concept, itself a fusion of primitive elements with futuristic sounds to come up with a non-existent culture, he released his debut album called Vernal Equinox back in 1977, recorded in Toronto, just a hop, skip, and a jump from his then base of Buffalo, New York. Hassel is still active in music. His most recent album, New Material, was 2018's Listening to Pictures, but Vernal Equinox was the one that put him on the map, allowing him to collaborate with acts like Brian Eno, Talking Heads, Lamonte Young, Peter Gabriel, Katie Lang, and Ry Cooter, amongst others. From the remastered version of Vernal Equinox, here's John Hassel with Toucan Ocean.
Ryo Kawasaki with an excerpt of Hawaiian Caravan, and in the background, Escena, Cancion del Fuego Fatuo, both from his 1982 album featuring Concierto de Aranjuez. Kawasaki was a jazz fusion guitarist from Tokyo, and he was a pioneer in synthesizers when he built his own for the Commodore 64. He also released one of the first all-digital recordings. He had lived in New York for most of his career until 2000 when he moved to Tallinn in Estonia, and that's where he died April 13th this year at the age of 73. Japanese synth music from the 80s remains such a soothing listen, especially during these troubled times, and there's been a resurgence in interest with the city pop sound of the time. Kind of a glossier yacht rock of sorts that I need to navigate like neon waters. I did a yacht rock episode a couple years back here on Exploding Head Movies, and I'm always down for a nautical sequel, and summer feels like the right time for that. We got new music from Vancouver's Sylvia Rath here next, and in honor of last week's 420, they put out a deluxe edition of a song on Bandcamp, which continues their mix of disjoint guitars and sweet and sour vocals. It's very oddly groovy, too, so enjoy this. This is Sylvia Rath with Dog Song. Same. 
lips that taste of tears they say best for kissing Eyes that watch the morning star seem a little brighter Arms held out Originally from Ottawa, but calling Montreal home now, that was Miriam Gendron. Off her sumptuous 2014 album, Not So Deep As A Well, we heard Threnody. The album was inspired by Gendron's day job as a copy editor and a book dealer when she found an anthology of Dorothy Parker's poetry, and she set the sarcastic socialite's words to music. Aside from Not So Deep As A Well, Gendron only has a 7-inch to her name, which was later bundled into subsequent repressings of Not So Deep As A Well. Threnities are wailing odes, or at least music, or verse that are part of the rites of mourning towards a dead person. And Threnities will become important later, once we get into our profile on Krzysztof Penderecki. Now behind me, 
This is Michael Giacchino with the main theme from the 2007 Pixar film Ratatouille, an animated gem about a French rat who dreams of being a famous chef. Pat Oswalt played the main character Remy in the film, and perhaps you caught him doing stand-up at the recent Just for Laughs Northwest Comedy Festival back in February when live events were still a thing pre-pandemic. Oswalt has an upcoming stand-up special due in Netflix in May called I Love Everything, We'll go back to 2007's Werewolves and Lollipops for this anecdote called Beautiful People and a Bridge Troll. Talking about a time when Oswald crashed a red carpet gala. And he brings up the name of Brian Dennehy here in a touching moment. Bear in mind that Dennehy would play Remy the Rat's father Django in Ratatouille later that year. Alas, Dennehy died April 15th this year from a cardiac arrest when he was 81 years old. Dennehy was a character actor through and through winning two Tony Awards and Olivier along with a Golden Globe for his work on stage, TV, and film. I'll see what films of his I can share for a future profile, but he worked a lot, some quality stuff, no matter what he appeared in. Anyways, Patton Oswalt here on Exploding Head Movies. I gotta start working out or just making up creepy excuses so no one bothers me again. Like, you know, I absorbed a twin in the womb. There's nothing I can do, man. He's like... If I did crunches, his face would show through. It'd be awful. He's... You'd see, he sings when I'm drunk. He's like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I'm eating this pizza for your benefit. It's for you that I'm eating it. This is a layer of courtesy fat. <laughs> I had like a crisis moment. I was in London last summer and I bullshitted my way into the Batman Begins premiere. So I get to go to the movie and then I get to go to the after party. And the after party is the stars of the movie looking gorgeous and cut and awesome. And then miles of delicious food that they're not eating because that's how they stay gorgeous and cut. And then there's me who's like, who let the bridge troll in here? How the fuck did... Did someone not answer his three questions and he escaped? This guy's creepy. I've got a key in my pocket. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just feeling like shit, looking around. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make, cause I, I wouldn't mind being in movies. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna lose some goddamn weight cause people in movies are thin. So I'm not gonna eat any of this food tonight. I'm gonna sh exert some willpower, man. Hal Jordan, let's do it. So I'm walking around not eating anything and miserable the way movie stars are. Miserable and thin. So then I run into, of all people, Brian Dennehy. <laughs> Fucking Brian Dennehy is just hanging out. And I go up to him and I'm like, look, man, I'm a huge fan. I love you, dude. He has no reason to talk. He doesn't know who I am, but he's really nice and talks to me for 10 minutes. He's the nicest guy. And then he goes, hey, well, good luck with the career, dear slugger, and have fun at the party. I go, thanks, Brian Dennehy. And then I walk away. And now it's 10 minutes later, so I made a vow 10 minutes ago that my willpower is nothing. So now I'm like, fuck, and I'm gonna eat. So now I just have my head down, I'm shoveling food into my mouth, just bah! Not even looking at what I'm eating, I'm feeling like so bad. And then Brian Dennehy comes up behind me like an archangel, puts his hand on my shoulder and goes, character actors, who gives a fuck if we're fat? And then just starts grabbing burgers and yeah. 
They always need a fat best friend that's never gonna go out of style. Sprinkle some fries on those cupcakes.
Alvin Lucier and the Brandeis University Chamber Chorus with their version of Pauline Oliveros' Sound Patterns, found on the Extended Voices album from 1968. Oliveros was a key figure in the post-war experimental electronic music scene. She co-founded the San Francisco Tape Music Center, and she taught music at various post-secondary institutes. She was a key figure of the enhanced sensory perception realm, referring to music as deep listening, or sonic awareness whereby the audience heeds extra attention to what's being performed. Oliveros left this plane of existence back in 2016, and I need to recover some of her material that I include as part of my 2017 edition of 24 Hours of Radio Art. I've munched some timestamps along the way, so if I can rebuild it, I might just lose some of the live studio effects. Evan Lucier, who conducted the chamber chorus, is no stranger to modern music himself. He dabbled in electroacoustic performances, including the famous I'm Sitting on a Chair. In the background, this is Dominic Scherer and Natasha Khan with Igra from the soundtrack to the BBC Netflix series Requiem. The Welsh supernatural thriller garnered Ivor Novello Awards to Scherer and Khan for Best Television Soundtrack last year. And the Ivors are rare amongst awards since there's very little producer involvement as the voting is done by songwriters and composers. Khan is best known as Bat for Lashes, whose most recent album was 2019's Lost Girls, which I need to listen to again as I've forgotten about it after it first came out last year. We have some modern Canadian composers of the female variety, starting out with Ida Taninato. She's a Montreal saxophone player, and her latest album is We Become Giants which she recorded inside a former Colorado water treatment facility known as the Tank Center for Sonic Arts. That place features a deeply resonant space with a 40-second-long reverberation, which is where Toninato fed her sax, synths, and beats into it for raw sounds, embracing the huge reverb, and she later shaped them at her studio. From her 2020 album, We Become Giants, here's Ida Toninato with what translates from French, as before the forests, avant les forêts.
Listen, if they're so hot, how come they're not tearing up the charts, babe? Because you never play them, babe. At CITR, our hosts choose the music they play. That means our charts actually reflect the tastes of music lovers, as opposed to focus groups. So if you want to know what's really tearing up the charts, get your hands on a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or go online to CITR.ca. CITR's charts are based on actual spins motivated by actual preference. No payola, no marketing, just good tunes. Refreshing, no? Will we do this? Hello? Hello. Boy, this is exciting. Exploding head movies. Thank you. 
Sarah Newfeld, going back to her most recent solo album, 2016's The Ridge, we heard from Our Animal. Newfeld did appear on Arcade Fire's most recent album, 2017's Contentious Everything Now, since she was a former original member. As of late, she's been doing either solo violin work or then collaborations with dance choreographer Peggy Baker. Newfeld, however, is prepping her third studio album scheduled for release later in 2020. Let's talk about the soundtracks available for physical purchase, digital download, or streaming this week. For new releases, and hopefully this is accurate, as half of my sources have gone quiet during this pandemic, but with less films being released due to movie theaters being closed, the video on demand side of things remains quite active. So yes, Michael Abel's score to Badge Education is coming out through Water Tower Music, and Atlee Overson's soundtrack to Defending Jacobs coming out through Paramount Music. Extraction is scored by Alex Belcher and Henry Jackman. That's coming out through BMG. The Minuto Final by Pablo Encalada is coming out through Grupo Bodega. Heather McIntosh scores The Quarry. That's coming out through Milan Records. And then Christopher Franzen's music from Sea Fever is out this week. Michelino Biscaglia and Hans Mullen provide the score to Thieves of the Wood. That's coming out through Milan Records. Amanda Dolores and Patricia Jones provide the score to The Twenties. That's out through Lakeshore Records. Finally, Mark Mothersborough, formerly of Devo. He scores The Willowbees, and that's coming out through BMG this week. On the re-release front, Louis Febre's score to Last Man Standing is coming out through BSX, and there's an expanded version of James Horner's score to Legends of the Fall coming out through Entrada. Otherwise, the 35th anniversary edition of Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. There's a limited edition of 600 units of Craig Safan's score coming out through Note for Note Music this week. We have Rachel Mahon behind me, with variation 8 of Ruth Watson Henderson's chromatic partita. Mahon was raised in Toronto, but she's been at the Coventry Cathedral in England since 2018, and just this February, she became the new director of music for that church. She remains an active organist, and earlier this year she put out an album called Canadian Organ Music, on the organ of Coventry Cathedral, and that focuses on four Canadian composers who specialize for the organ. We'll hear two more selections from Mohan's album, starting off with a Healy Wulan composition. Here's the introduction to Wulan's imaginative titled Introduction, Pesacaglia, and Fugue.
set by Rachel Mahon there. We start off with Healy Willen's introduction, which is part one of his introduction, Pesacaglia and Fugue. And then we heard Rachel Lauren's Organ Symphony Number no. 1, Opus 36. We heard part four, The Toccata. And you can find that off of Rachel Mahone's new album, Canadian Organ Music, on the organ of Coventry Cathedral. I left the fourth Canadian composer off, Gerald Bales, whose petite suite features on that album. I was hoping to have this organ for the Easter episode, but I only found this the day before its scheduled airtime, and that episode only appeared on the podcast, so you're lucky to experience it now, live, on air. And in the background, this is the Atom String Quartet, more of a jazz group than classical formed in Warsaw back in 2010. Off their 2019 album, Benderecki, this is their take of the seventh scherzo movement, Suite for Violoncello. We sprinkled some Penderecki over the recent episode of Exploding Head Movies in honor of the Polish composer's death this March, but for the rest of this show, we'll play several of his best-known compositions. At one point, I wanted to focus on his lesser-known pieces, but since the film world had adopted several key works in various famous films, we'll opt for more of the familiar. At one point, the playlist here was going to be six hours long, so it tells you how much material I have. Penderecki was born in southeastern Poland back in 1933. After World War II, he began to study the violin, and he went to Krakow to pursue it, but then he moved over to the composition stream. In 1956, the Stalinist regime in Poland ended, lifting cultural censorship, allowing the door for more creative pursuits, and many composers started to explore various sounds. The earliest Penderecki I found was more music concrete, otherwise known as found sounds. But over time, composers like Anton Webern, Pierre Boulet, and Igor Stravinsky took hold of Penderecki, so the elements of 20th century modernist atonal elements were starting to be heard. We'll start with a two-part composition that we use used in Stanley Kubrick's 1980 horror classic, The Shining, which we profiled on Exploding Head Movies back in October 2014 in the very apt episode 237 of the famous room in the Overlook Hotel from the film. De Natura Sonoris, which is Latin for On the Nature of Sounds, debuted as part one in Royan, France, back in 1966, and explores wildly divergent orchestral techniques and dynamics. The first part, which we'll start off with here, contains more standard orchestral instrumentation, but once we get into part two afterwards, which was written in 1971 and commissioned by the Juilliard School of Music in New York, it gets a little wilder. Not only do we hear a Penderecki piece here, but he also conducts the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra for the first of two parts of the Natura Sonoris. And from part two, we'll hear from the Warsaw National Symphony Orchestra, which is what we hear in the film The Shining. Here's the Natura Sonoris, number one.
De Natura Sonoris. We heard part one by the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra as conducted by its composer Krzysztof Penderecki. Then we heard Andrzej Markowski of the Warsaw National Symphony Orchestra with their 1970 recording of number two, which we found on their Cosmogonia album. De Sonoris Natura number two features wilder contrasting orchestral coloration, including some percussive effects like an iron bar struck by implements and then a hammer and a saw. Both of those pieces appeared in The Shining, and uh, as does the piece behind me here, from Utrenia. This is part five of the second movement tied to the resurrection of Jesus Christ, done by the Warsaw Philharmonic Orchestra again. And uh, another piece from The Shining, which we won't hear this week, is Polymorphia, which I played back on the 10th anniversary of 9-11. So that's Exploding Head Movies episode 81 in the podcast history. And these next two Penderecki pieces also appeared in The Shining. We'll start off with The Dream of Jacob, sometimes also known as The Awakening of Jacob, which was written in 1974, stemming from a line in the Bible found in Genesis chapter 28, verse 16. Jacob woke from his sleep and said, truly the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. The Dream of Jacob was commissioned by Prince Rainier III of Monaco for his Silver Jubilee, and it introduced the world to Penderecki's move away from the avant-garde style and into more melodic, neo-romantic styles. But it still featured tough sounds based in harmonic intervals like the semitone and the devil's tritone. Penderecki had indicated that the atonal sound of his earlier repertoire was more destructive and constructive, and he said he had said everything he needed to. Though similar composers of that ilk had basically stated that they broke all the rules and hit a dead end. Here's Krzysztof Penderecki conducting the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra. This is the dream of Jacob, or in its original German, Als Jakob Erwacht. Although if you're Polish, you're not going to mangle this. This is the Przybuzny Jakuba.
Leonard Slatkin and the National Philharmonic Orchestra with their version of Krzysztof Penderecki's Canon for orchestra and tape. Found on the soundtrack to the notorious 1973 film The Exorcist. Exploding Head Movies episode 138 from October 2012 features more sounds of your standard priest versus the devil adventure. So if you want more horror of that ilk, find that on the Exploding Head Movies podcast. In the background, this is Anthony Witt and the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra with their fourth movement, a Pesacaglia from Penderecki's Third Symphony. You can find this on the soundtrack to the Martin Scorsese 2010 film Shutter Island, another excellent source for wild classical music, though more in a thriller mode instead of horror. You want more Shutter Island? Well, Exploding Head Movies episode 39 from October 2010 is your friend. We'll get into the Trinity here, and... Um, this famous piece features a 52-string orchestra using extended instrumental techniques, for instance, playing behind the bridge or then bowing on the tailpiece. And there are many other novel textures here in the piece, which uses extensive tone clusters here. Penderecki originally titled this work 8 minutes and 37 seconds, in tribute to John Cage's 4 minutes and 33 seconds, but he decided to dedicate it to the victims of Hiroshima, and that was the atomic bomb that blew up in Japan in 1945, once he heard its concert debut in 1960. The musical score to this threnody is more geometry doodles as opposed to conventional notation, allowing for plenty of player interpretation of the sounds. And if you've never seen the avant-garde scores from the 1950s and 1960s, it's artwork in and of itself. We'll go with the 2015 recording by the London Philharmonic Orchestra here as conducted by Penderecki, since I've played the Polish orchestral version before. This is found in a new album called Penderecki Horn and Violin Concertos. Here's Penderecki with the threnody for the victims of Hiroshima.
Christoph Penderecki and the London Philharmonic Orchestra with their version of his Threnody for the Victims of Hiroshima. Found on the new album Penderecki, Horn and Violin Concertos, released by the London Philharmonic Orchestra in 2020. Threnody has appeared in films like Children of Men, David Lynch's Inland Empire, and most recently, the notorious episode 8 of Twin Peaks, The Return, during an atomic bomb test in the American Southwest that led to the start of some of the spirits and horrors that ended up sweeping through the fictional Washington State town. And behind me, this is Krzysztof Penderecki, along with the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra, with Manationene for two-string orchestras. You can find this on the Matrix 17 series through EMI Classics from 1995. Penderecki does have one soundtrack to his name, although there's been no album release of it, and that's the 2007 Polish film Katyn. Dealing with a World War II atrocity that I detailed more in a rare all-Polish episode of Exploding Head Movies. And if you're curious, go back to April 2010 for episode 15. Penderecki died in his home in Krakow after a long illness on March 29th this year, and he was 86 years old. Radiohead guitarist Johnny Greenwood tweeted in tribute that Penderecki was the greatest, a fiercely creative composer and a gentle, warm-hearted man, and offered his condolences to the family and to Poland on the huge loss to the musical world. Greenwood is a big fan of the composer. His own classical pieces and film scores hearken to Penderecki's sound, particularly his 2007 score to There Will Be Blood, profiled in my first show here on CITR back in January 2008. But Greenwood's also done responses to Penderecki's pieces like Polymorphia and has collaborated with Live in the Past. Though it may sound difficult from what you've heard, Live, Penderecki's pieces pop with life as the crafty arrangements take on characteristics that can only be heard in a concert hall. I do hope the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra, when they re-enter live performances again, can capture that, though their schedule once they plan resuming concerts starting in June looks pretty safe, which tells me I need to start my own orchestra. That's it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up at 9, it's an encore presentation of the Jazz Show with Gamma Walker, who will guide you to midnight, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, go to the Exploding Head Movies show page, www.citr.ca. That'll help you out. You can see track listings and past shows and ideas of what this show is like if you have no idea. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100air, on Instagram as myopicman, but you can email anytime, Radio Free GAC, and that's G-A-K at gmail.com. Next Monday, believe it or not, it is going to be May and we'll still be in quarantine lockdown mode. Upcoming profiles include the TV series The Terror, we should do something about Mother's Day, and I'm thinking about Wonder Woman, the long-promised ambient episode, maybe something from Uncut Gems, going back in time to Risky Business. We'll figure this out. We'll close with one last bit of Penderecki, and this is a Polish Requiem, a large-scale mass for soloists, mixed choir, and orchestra, which initially debuted in 1984, tied to the Polish anti-government riots from 1970 that led to the Solidarity Movement. Over time, Penderecki added to the Requiem twice into a lasting tribute to the everyday Polish heroes that helped get their country out of communism. Perhaps we need odes of glory to our own healthcare workers, our grocers, our pharmacists, and those people helping keep society running as the pandemic continues. Here's Antoni Witt again, conducting the Warsaw National Philharmonic Choir and Orchestra. From a Polish Requiem, here's partway through the DSIRA sequence for bass and choir. This is part four, Tuba Mirum. 
You have been listening to Exploding Hit Movies on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Stay safe out there. Remember to wash your hands. Help others out if you can, but look after yourself, both physically, emotionally, and why not even mentally as well, too. Take care, and we'll see you in seven days. (laughs) 